everybody. Welcome to episode 59 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I'm one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I have another host, Mr. Paul Robinson. Mm-hmm. Paul Robinson. Mm-hmm. Episode 59. 59, almost 60. Almost 60. In those golden years. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 60 is what? Uh, Every single time. You yeah. Gotta figure. I don't know, can never figure it out. But um, thanks you. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Yep. Lovely to have you here. We're going to talk about some stuff today. A couple things, yeah. Got some new lights. Been watching some shows. Mm-hmm. If if I don't sound like my usual chipper self, mm. it's because I I feel like a pile of doo doo. Yeah. Um. I got I got stitches in the mouth. Stitches in the mouth. Um. And so it's a little bit difficult to talk. Yeah. For too long, so this will probably be a short one. I'll just be doing but a lot of nodding. Will stop you <laughs> from connecting with our audience. My body will stop yeah. me. It's trying to kill me. Come hell or high water, the show must go on. Yeah. So um, I get. So we talked. We talked just before we started recording. We decided, like, okay, I guess we'll just address this because I haven't really talked about this much. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna. I'm gonna have an Oprah moment. Okay. <laughs> You get a car. And you, you get, get an get immune disease. You get an immune disease. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. Um, so on that note, mm. I have an immune disorder. Yeah, an immune disorder. It's disorder. 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 Um, I have Hashimoto's disease, yeah. uh, which uh, those of us who have the pleasure know just how shitty that can make you feel. So what does that mean then? Hashimoto's. Uh, who the hell is Hashimoto anyway? <laughs> some bastard. Why did he give you this disease? Um it's uh well the only reason why I'm bringing it up or just decided to bring it up is because I I sound croaky and I sound like crap and Can't move like your man mouth she's a really lot. freaking bored with this podcast like no I'm not no, just I me just, just bored with me I just I'm so bored with my own body at this point um I have flare ups and mm-hmm. sometimes I I feel like a pile of garbage um I mean long story short it's basically um like an antibody mm-hmm. where you're your own body starts to attack itself. Mm-hmm. So the idea, the idea in my body's mind is that it will eventually take out my thyroid. Oh boy. It hasn't found its way there yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people have it with their thyroid already destroyed. So I'm kind of like on the on the the fortunate side of it in that right. it hasn't quite destroyed and my thyroid it's, yet. Uh, it's not reversible. Depends who you talk to, you know. If yeah. you talk to some naturalists, like they're just like, no, if you drink 15 gallons of celery juice. And dance in the moonlight. You'd be good. And I don't mean to to make fun of that because I am kind of one of those people that's like, what's sure. that pill? Do I need to take that? I don't want to take that. What's in it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of a natural gal. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we try to eat that. Uh, you know, we have smoothies and eat that. I'll eat that. What? Well, eat eat more healthy. Well, yeah. Here I and mean, there. you know, I do love pizza. We're not going to snub our nose at donuts and cake and all that yummy stuff. Had a muffin this morning. You had a, a chocolate muffin this morning. It's been a while. Though. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically chocolate cake, yeah. by the way. <laughs> chocolate cake you can have in the morning. That's <laughs> great. Like, I think the only healthy muffin may be a bran muffin, mm-hmm. banana nut, maybe. Mm-hmm. But uh, you you do the double chocolate muffin, yeah. which is basically just chocolate cake. Yeah. Uh, disguised as a muffin. Yeah. So um, it, it's, a, it's a crappy disease that mm-hmm. has different types of symptoms. Uh, for me, it's oftentimes fatigue and inflammation. I get these really wicked mouth ulcers mm-hmm. so like think of a canker sore on steroids yeah um really painful and that's what the stitches in my mouth are for because it's a biopsy one to see what the hell is going oh. on mm-hmm. um yeah so uh it, it's this is one of the worst 
fields to have interest in when you have a kind of disease that can strike at any given moment. Well, because the thing is, it's hard to commit to something, right? I mean, even our own projects, we, you know, I know that you you kind of stress out about that a little bit, but if you're committed to a shoot on such a day or a week or however long, and then something flares up, what do you do? It's different when I fuck up my own shoot, right? Where I could try to like, oh my God, can we move this or what can Mm -hmm. we do? But when it's somebody else's shoot, this is kind of a big reason why I've Mm. not, I've sort of just stick to working on our sets because I'm terrified of having a flare up. Um, especially if it's um, uh, like, cause it works on stress and nerves. So it's like, if I'm stressed out, yeah, but like could, even in a good way of like, Oh my God. It. Yeah. Like I'm so excited for the shoot, but I'm nervous. Like those nerves will suddenly turn into a flare up and mm-hmm. I've just sabotaged the yeah. entire thing it's by being excited. Prophecy. You yeah. can't even be excited because that turns into anxiety and yeah. my whole body's like, what do we, we have an emotion? We're having an emotion right now. Let's just get crazy. Yeah. Everybody flare up, try to kill mm-hmm. her. So, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's fire everything, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> um, I picture like a little Stansfield <clears throat> Gary Oldman that lives, yeah, in my body and just wreaks havoc. He does like that just little dance. He just waits with his gun. He just kicks the door down whenever he, something yeah. good is happening. And he and he looks over to Hashimoto and he's like, "Bring me everyone." <laughs> and Hashimoto says, "Everyone." <laughs> And they're like, wait a minute. I think she's feeling good. We should probably cut her some slack. And he's like, I haven't got time for this <laughs> Mickey been, Mouse bullshit. It's been a few days now. So. <laughs> she's been feeling good for seven hours. <laughs> Fuck her up. Yeah. Um, so, yes, that is – that's why I sound croaky. And well, thanks for opening up. Yeah. You know. Thanks for letting me into the Oprah chair for a moment. Yeah. Um, if anybody else out there has the Hashi. We feel you. I feel you, man. She it feels you. If anyone has is in a relationship with someone with the Hashi, he feels you. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, yeah. There's only so many times you can say everything's going to be okay. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, yeah. So that's that's basically it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like uh, I'm someone. Someone asked me once, like, "Well, what does it feel like?" And I said, "I feel like a really healthy 75 year old." Yeah. Yeah. Like you know. Every so often, Facebook will throw those videos at you of like some somebody in their golden years, right? That are like lifting weights, mm-hmm. way more weights than you could lift at your age, 30 yeah. years younger. Yeah. And you're like, wow, they're doing great for their age. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I'm like a spry 75 year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not quite yet, even 40. And <laughs> yeah. I'm like, where's my walker? Get the Bengay, heat it up. Never mind the uh, Keanu Reeves and, and Brad Pitts of the world who. Yeah, they just, they they reverse. They're like decades, a decade and a half older than me. And, I need to and drink their blood. That's all I need. <laughs> running around like restore, restore my powers. Um, yeah. So enough of my depressing illnesses. Um, lights, lights, Christ. Let there be light. What? So uh, just go. Cause... Yeah. So on a happier note, I guess I bought some lights. Is it a happier note? No. Well, here's the thing. So I'm going. I'm in the process of storyboarding, figuring out lighting, cinematography. Uh, of uh, uh, I'm trying to I'm going through the process of figuring out how I want to light all of these scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've, I've talked in previous episodes a little bit about my process, and that is just to kind of um, for this one, I guess, is a little bit different in that I've modeled out the whole entire house in three three D, and so now I can see. 
because uh, we're, we're very limited on space. Mm -hmm. So I purchased these lights, these quasar science lights. They're basically tubes. And, uh, you know, you see them all the time in music videos and they use them for like special effects. But I thought it would be... Are those the ones that they also like, they'll use that they show on camera? They'll like yeah, line them up? Like okay. the tubes yeah. and they use them in sci-fi movies mm -hmm. too, like as on the walls and stuff. But I thought, hey, this is really interesting because it's a it's a long light, so it's nice and soft, and you know it's light, and you could pretty much put it anywhere. Um, and they're a hell of a lot cheaper than getting like a Westcott light, which is what I was thinking about getting. And then you remembered so, that we had a mortgage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then, um, so I bought some. I bought a couple four foot tubes, and uh, they're pretty big. They're pretty big. Um, and I did some some quick testing of it i threw them up on a on a stand because they come with like a bracket that holds them together mm -hmm. and i think the biggest um the most difficult thing to overcome with the four foot tubes is the light spill mm. it's spilling everywhere how do you control that light um but i but there's a scene in a dining room that has a really low ceiling mm -hmm. and uh one you know and there's already a light um it's not really like a chandelier because it's just kind of like a piece of wood with light bulbs, but there's... The, yeah, it's just like a hang, hanging pendant. Yeah, of light. And so I wanted that to motivate the light coming down for the scene. Uh, but there's no way I'm going to be able to get a, a light in there to bounce it or hang a big light. So I needed a thin light that can that is soft. So I went with the tubes. Um, four foot might have been a little, um, a little too big, you know? Um, it, it, I think it will look good probably because I can always black wrap the ends off if it's mm -hmm. too much but that would work well for that scenario but at the same time i have to think about or you have to think about can i use these lights in the future for other would things be good for an external night shot i would think yeah but so my my theory is that so i have two four foot tubes and if i buy four two foot tubes i could actually buy like um an old kino housing so you just take the four tubes and you just stack them on top of each other now you got yourself basically a panel light mm -hmm. you know um, and you can use that for anything, you know, and then you don't have to buy a panel light, really, because um, they're pretty bright. Um, the they're incredibly bright, by the, the way. The four-foot ones I have are pretty bright. Now, the two-foots will actually be half as bright, obviously, um, but there'll be four of them. So the four two-foots should be roughly as bright as the two four-foots, um, which I did some tests um, in, my, in, the, in, in one of our rooms, and um, it was probably six o'clock out, and the window was... Shade, uh, facing the shade, uh, like a shaded area. Um, and so I was able to match the exposure of outside. Mm -hmm. So there, and, I, and that was through two layers, two thin layers of diffusion. So um, yeah, they got a lot of output. So that said, back to the original story of hanging them on the ceiling, I think they would be great, but I'm just going to go with, with the two foot ones. And then just, you know, if I have four of them, I could put all four up there that's too much, I can just have two up there. I'll never know until I get to this, the location, how much in the light I'll actually need, but I'd rather have more than not enough, obviously. Yeah. And then, you know, I can use them for accent lights or I can put them together and use it as like a key light. Um, and it's nice and soft and lovely. So I was doing that. I've been doing that. And I've been going back and forth. You know, this is like one of the shoots where, you know, we have so much rotting on the shoot. I'm really want everything to look really nice. Mm -hmm. And so you start to overthink things. And I bought these lights and I was happy with them. But then I was like, oh, I should probably return them for whatever. And then I was like, well, maybe I should get this or maybe I should get this. And you just start going down this rabbit hole because yeah, you do. there's so much riding on this. You want to make sure that you're getting the, what, exactly what you need. 
So you start thinking and you overthinking stuff. Started to stuff. get a little bit crazy. Yeah. About it, and I said to you, "Hey, you got this. You got this." <laughs> and I was like, "You know what?" And I had talked to some people, and they, you know, they could give me some other options and stuff. And I think that I'm just going to stick to my original, stick to my gut, and you know, go with what I wanted initially. Which is. Which is well. And initially I had bought the four foot tubes, but they're just too big. So I'm just going to buy the two foot tubes and just light it the way that I, I planned on lighting it. Well, it all depends on the restocking though. Yeah. Well, we'll see what Abel Sydney says um, about returning stuff. They apparently have a 25% restocking fee. It's kind of steep. Which seems pretty high. I mean, I get it. I guess they're getting a used product back and they can't really sell it as new. And it's not like it's defective, but... You know, I just bought it, so uh, yeah. You know, so we'll see. And it's not like it came in a. Um, it's not like it came in a brand new Quasar Science box, right? It came in just right. wrapped. But in. then you know, you figure like if you pay two hundred dollars for lights, like did you want somebody else to have played with them first? Probably not. No, right. But so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so twenty five dollar restocking. I could say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what you said initially. I'm like, oh, it's not too bad. Yeah. You're like, no, twenty five percent. I was like, oh, because when when we bought when I bought this mixer um, from B and H uh, for the show, and I had got the wrong one or whatever, whatever happened, we went back. They to get gave the right us one. the wrong one. They gave us the wrong one. <laughs> And then, By the way, yeah. Uh, so I guess that's more their fault. We, yeah, so we had to drive all the way back. I don't remember because... ever having to pay such a, a hefty restocking fee anywhere before. Well, we'll see what they say. I don't know. I like Able City. These I've never bought from them before. Um, they're a big company um, in the city or whatever, and I figured you know they, they have lots of stuff, but their stuff seems to be a bit pricey. Oh boy, you know. Um, but uh, I, you know, what do I know? What do everything's I know? pricey for yeah. us. We pull. That's yeah, true. Um, <laughs> So um, we haven't we haven't really really been able to watch very much except for um, this week. Mm-hmm. Wentworth dropped. Wentworth dropped. This is one of my like fave shows. Mm-hmm. Fave faves. It's a great show. There's some that I've fallen off of, i.e., Peaky Blinders. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's coming back. I think it's like on BBC now, so I don't know how much longer it's going to take before it actually gets like that story. I'm just kind of like. Let's wrap this up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because essentially the same thing keeps happening every season in an epic way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, I don't really care anymore. You know, I yeah. don't know. And then, you know, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, uh, Alfie, mm-hmm. once he was out, I'm like, I yeah. don't even care. So. Well, now it's like, wasn't there some like political angle that they were playing? With I don't even remember. Season? And this is the problem with these types of shows that mm-hmm. drives me nuts. And this happened even when, with when. Wentworth when we started this yesterday I was having to go back like mm-hmm. wait a minute wait a minute what oh that's right oh that's right oh that's right because just a recap I think you know? like let's go people let's get a th- recap. Th- this has been mentioned before by me mm-hmm. it, there's way more shows than we used to have you know yes. this isn't like 20 years ago where you were watching maybe four shows mm-hmm. so you were able to keep track of these things but you know we're watching in a year between 20 and 25 shows, probably between series and shows, you know, and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what the hell happened a year plus ago. Yeah. I, or even a year ago. That's, and that's fine if that's how long, long it takes, but you need to, you need to have, they, I think it should be mandatory Something. that there's like a five minute recap of all the stuff that you need to know. Yeah. Going into I just the next was, season. I was starting to get lost on this one and I forgot who was going where with what. I, I we got everything back together, obviously. Um, like, can you imagine when Dark comes back? I don't know. I, we have, I already said I have to wait until that's done because I, like I can't go back into that. I have to rewatch the whole. Yeah. 
GD thing. Um, so this is like, uh, again, this is like orange is the new black, but better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I believe yeah. it came out about the same time or just before it. Yep. It's not a competition, yeah. but I just I, feel the story is way stronger. Yeah, and and then I, I saw on IMDb that there's already a season eight. So mm-hmm. uh, what I like about the show, what I've noticed they started doing is it's just basically about this prison, right? And people come and people go. You know, mm-hmm. you have your main story arcs. You know, you had B, who was like in the first however many, you know, people haven't mm-hmm. seen it, whatever. And then this person comes in and then this person goes out. And then, this, you know, so it's just, it's it's really interesting that way because most shows that we watch, especially in the States, they have like, you know, you have your main character, you mm-hmm. know, and then you follow them and whatever. But this one is like about the prison and about the life in the prison. So yeah, there's going to be people that were focused on for a couple seasons here and yeah. there, but then maybe that person just gets killed. Boom. And then now what? And, yeah. you know, but the, but the, the relationships and the stories are strong enough that, you know, you could just follow the story of how life there is. And I yeah. think it speaks speaks to the writing of the show. They do a really good job at not making it seem like a huge time has passed because a year goes by, right? And you're like, mm, does this 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 feels like history to me at this mm-hmm. point? But you pick up you pick up right where you left off, where yeah. you're like, okay, they've been here a year or two years or whatever. This person, you know, how long they've been. They did a really good job with that, and this isn't. This is going to sound like a diss. I don't know the nicer way to say this. Like, this isn't the show that you go to for amazing cinematography. Yeah. But for it's, me, like, it's it, good. It's not like you're like, oh, what is this film? It's not like dark. What is this good, filmed on a potato? Yeah. Like, that's so not, good. it's not, I don't mean it in that way. Yeah. Um, but I just mean that, like, it's not, I don't know. I see, I haven't looked into like their equipment well, and stuff. I think, like, I don't look at, I don't feel like on that show, they're like, let's make sure that we have stellar cinematic lighting. Mm-hmm. It's, I, and I think, I think it's, it's the point yeah. is that it's drab. You're in a prison. Everything's mm-hmm. very fluorescent well, there, well, and it's that. sort of graded to this blue sort yeah. of lo- just dreary kind of look. Yeah. Well, there's that. And then there's just, you know, what, what gives them the ability to keep making these shows because most people have never heard of it. So I don't assume the ratings are out, you know, outside of, they have a wherever. really big fan base that underground. Yeah. yeah they have but like people who watch the show like, know it. It's not like some orange is new black, you know fan size fan base well, but it's, it's from you know, new that's, zealand so. that's what that's what keeps that's what allows them to be able to keep making more seasons of it is that you know they're, they're probably shooting really fast and they don't they don't have all day to set up you know like really really beautiful lighting and make every every shot has to be some you know uh outstanding yeah uh, it's it's work gritty in that way and, I, and yeah. it works yeah like, it works i don't i don't benefit. think that they're like oh thing. Who cares? We don't need lights. It's obviously lit and there's obviously, yeah. pre, you know, the, there's pre-production before they start and they plan oh, yeah. everything and out. But it's just uh, now I feel like we, we're we in a time um, when it comes to cameras that everything is so cinematic. You can get a really professional cinematic look out of even DSLRs with the mm-hmm. right lens on it, you know, mm-hmm. and this show is not about that. Like it's this gritty kind of show. I don't know what they film on. Uh, definitely better cameras than we would probably yeah. ever have. But um, I I know that part of that look is intentional, but I just feel like, um, I don't know. I just feel like even if they had a huge budget that mm-hmm. they wouldn't stranger things it. Mm-hmm. For me, like Stranger Things got too big for its own bridges. And then it was like, this isn't like this cool, like indie show anymore. It's just this big, like hot topic, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. 
overkill people's dads are wearing the shirts you know like it just i i I don't know it just it's it's, it got too much and this show's still like kind of like down there in like popularity tends to ruin a lot of things especially when it comes to like shows and 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 products and stuff once something becomes black popular mirror, that's what i actually meant to compare that to more yeah. is like you know yeah, oh, here's yeah. more money well let's you know the way black mirror was originally filmed it had this kind of raw grittiness to it and then it became hollywood mm-hmm. and it just got ruined yeah and i think if wentworth went in that direction like orange is the new black is a bit more cinematic looking um and i think that it i don't think it would have had the same effect yeah i like that and and again this is a European thing, uh, but I, I just like that all these women look like actual women. Yeah, they they have flaws. Their skin may be not so perfect. You can ugly cry all you want. You can ugly cry all you want. It's encouraged. Mm-hmm. Ugly faces are mm-hmm. encouraged during emotional scenes, mm-hmm. uh, and I love that. And I and you relate to those characters so much more. So much more. Yep. Like I never ever related to Laura Prepon. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Her character like with that. a fucking perfect winged eyeliner. Like it just, in prison. that show looked so, yeah. well, I mean, I know they wear makeup and shit in prison, especially there. I think that's kind of like a lower security. Secure, yeah. That's yeah. like, you know, but still it's just like, it just, I never believed like we're in prison. It was, a, it looked like a set. Yeah. Always looked like a set. Whereas this looks like prison. Yeah. 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 It's a great show. And, and if you're not watching it, you should be. Yeah. Shame on you. Definitely should be. I'm still kind of powering through Veronica Mars. Yeah. So I'm on season three of that. And my God, did that we used to make, not we, the collective we, we had so many episodes of television There's a back lot. in the day. There's a lot of that show. Yeah, three seasons with like 20 episodes each. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Someone's someone's not a fan of of the uh, the intro song. Well, not in, not season three no. version. I mean, the song's whatever, but season three, you're like, what Paul is said, happening? Nice try. Nice try. <laughs> nice try, buddy. Um, but, you know, so I'll, I'll wait till I've finished all of that before I, I fully review it. But that show led me to another show on YouTube called Ryan Hansen Solves Crime on Television. Mm-hmm. I haven't jumped on this yet. This is probably one of my favorite never heard of shows. It is so funny. It's ha- All right. So the format, it's a half hour. <laughs> All right. All right. So it's a, and a half hour episodes and there's two seasons. I don't mm-hmm. think there's going to be a third. Uh, there's two seasons. Um, and it's this guy, Ryan Hansen's, who, who's, his, that's his actual name. He's an actor in Veronica Mars. And so basically the, the, the plot like is. the dopey stoner guy, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But the plot is, is that Ryan Hansen plays himself, you know, an exaggerated version of himself, mm-hmm. um, who is teamed up with a cop. To solve real crimes and he's supposed to use his acting you know um you know uh, i don't know it was you know the whole plot obviously is just, yeah <laughs> it's just kind of ridiculous but the idea is that they they match up a a cop with an actor and um samir wiley's in it who's from orange is the new black mm-hmm. and handmaid's tale and she's great she plays kind of like the straight character mm-hmm. you know like what what are you doing like you're crazy mm-hmm. you know the brains yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And, and it's all, you know, and it's 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 one of those shows that, you know, you can wink to the camera and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they'll have other actors on who play exaggerated versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. Donald Faison's in a couple episodes and um, a whole bunch of people. Kristen Bell's in an episode and Dax Shepard and whatever. So, but the show is so 
quick-witted. You know, it has these really fast-paced jokes, Mm -hmm. and there's just a lot of jokes per minute, and they're really clever and really funny. And the way that he plays this, I mean, it's basically himself, but it's like, you know, up to 10 or whatever. And it's just so funny because he's so, he's so charismatic, Mm. this guy, Ryan Hansen. I'm like obsessed with this guy. He's so funny. Um, Stalker alert! Yeah, he's uh, he's great, and I, and I highly recommend the show. If you like, kind of, it's kind of, kind of got some stoner humor in it, but also some really like witty humor. That's fast paced witty humor uh, in it, and um, you know they they play a lot with the YouTube format, like mm-hmm. making jokes of the fact that it's on YouTube. And the only good thing to watch is like Cobra Kai, you know that sort of thing. So um, I would highly recommend the show. It's really really funny. Hmm. Hmm. So check it out. Ryan Hansen solves crime on television. He did not pay you to say that. Either. I'd give it an A minus. Oh, whoa. What All of this praise and then you got the A minus. Well, it's not perfect. Oh, and at the end, <laughs> at the end, it's really, really sweet where he has this kind of thing. Like, the, I guess he found out he wasn't going to do a third season. So he kind of has like this monologue with the camera about, you know, uh, how he struggled that, you know, his, his struggle as an actor. And he made something that he was actually the lead in. And, you know, if you were thinking about coming out to L.A. to become an actor, do it because it was the best thing he ever did. And all this It was really kind of a nice kind of uh, ending thing. Yeah. But I just I just want to shift it back mm-hmm. because you just sang so much praise for this show. And then you went like, I'd give it an A minus. Yeah, a, a minus. Yeah, it's not perfect. Those, no are two different, perfect. those are two different readings, sir. Yeah. A and A minus, there's different things happening in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's... it's there yeah. is a such thing as a perfect show. Yeah. How could you... Whatever. You yeah, just can't scrubs, be pleased. but that's, that's over. <laughs> <laughs> Did you watch the last seasons yeah. of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I beg to differ there, sir. Um, there's no such thing as a perfect show. What's just talked po- about Wentworth. Yeah. Yeah, well... Which is an A++. You said Dark was like the most beautiful thing you've yeah, ever watched. It was. It's amazing. But whatever. I mean, watch it. All right. Judge I don't know. Well, do, I, do I really want to watch it? I mean, so if you don't even think it's <laughs> like, if it's like <laughs> almost a B plus at that point. I mean, I don't know if this is worth my time now. Right. Because you just kind of mm-hmm. you poo pooed on it. I don't know. And A minus isn't a poo poo. Let me tell you something. Yeah. Okay. When you think something's good, right, you go A. A. When you're like not comfortable saying that it's really that good, you go A minus. There's a huge dip there. A minus is like the safe. That's like a safe grading right there. That's like when you want to say B plus, but you don't want to seem like a no, dick. That's almost an A, but I feel like there are some things that the show could have tightened up to make make it a little better. The cinematography was just kind of like whatever, and it's they, not the point. Well, that's the weird part is that you know you're playing, you know you're looking at the camera and you're almost recognizing that there's a camera there, but it's also shot in a very like over the shoulder cinematic kind of way. But you know, so there 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 is that kind of. That's, you know, the, that disconnect. Either it's like either it's like you're running around, someone's running around following you, or you're going to shoot it like a procedural mm-hmm. kind of thing. It confused you? It didn't confuse me, but I feel like it, it could have been more, um, it, it would have been a bit stronger had they just stuck to one or the other. Okay. But it's, it's great. I, 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 it's great. I will definitely watch it again. Well, you're going to have to because there's not going to be a third season, right? So yeah. you'd have to watch it again. Um I haven't watched it yet, so I can't speak on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe I will if I'm feeling like I'm in an A minus kind of mood. I yeah. might pick that show up. Um, so also, also, just wanted to give a little little segment. 
shout out here to uh, Mr. Gaetan de Simone. Gaetan. Gaetan. Do this to everybody's name. Everybody becomes some snooty French person. Yeah. Find a way to make your name sound French. Gaetan de Simone. Uh, and so he is going to be um, showcasing his work. Mm-hmm. He does like graphic art. We had him on mm-hmm. the show mm-hmm. in the early mm-hmm. days. I want to say this was like under episode 10, between one and 10 there. Really? That early? I think so. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Uh, He's an old schooler. He's one of the OGs on this show. One of the OGs. Um, And so he's going to be showcasing his work, which you haven't, if you haven't gone over to his page, it's um, Eat Fresh Cake Mm -hmm. on the Instagrams uh, and everything, really. Mm -hmm. And um, so the show is going to be Friday, August 16th from 5 p.m. to midnight. And yes. we plan on going, but not till midnight because we crazy? are just way too old for that. I'm in bed asleep at midnight. <laughs> not really. You're in bed like watching podcasts and listening yeah. to like. <laughs> watching uh, podcasts. Li- watch, uh, listening to. No, I meant. Watching uh, podcasts and listening to YouTube. Listening to podcasts and then watching like um, late night shows. Yeah. Like you, political late night shows. That's like your thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's August 16th. Gotta stay up to date. <laughs> from 5 p.m. to midnight, and it's at Decadent, Decadent, as in, that is Decadent, mm-hmm. Ales, in Mamaroneck, New York. And so they're going to have, like, um, other artists, I believe, there, local businesses and stuff, and there's going to be, I believe, food trucks. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I love mm-hmm. Gaten and yeah. I love his work, but, food but I'm trucks. equally excited about <laughs> food trucks, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, Gaten has a really... Um unique style to his art and that's what i think it's makes very gay so, yeah. you know his work yeah and that's always uh inspiring when you just like look at something and you're like i know exactly who did that yeah it's kind of easy to like if someone bites your work too you're like come on yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that is clearly my work um so go you know go over there if you're local mm-hmm. kind of i mean manamanek Mamaroneck is, you know, it's in Westchester. It's not that far it's for like, everybody. It's like right in the middle yeah. between the city and to like where we are. So Come go on, there. what are you doing? Go. You got something better to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. So go go check out all of the artists' stuff, mm-hmm. but especially Gaten's because... Because mm-hmm. he's great. He's our little boo. He's great. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> Were you sitting on that a while? No, I just thought just, of it, actually. It just popped right into your noggin, huh? Yeah. Um, all right, my stitches are starting to kill me. Yeah, because <laughs> I it just short. yakety yak yakin. So uh, shout outs to Steady Geek and Reality Bomb Comic Cast. Sign up for debate. Parlor one hundred nine um, and uh, Quasar. Quasar Science. Quasar Science. Yeah. And uh, if you haven't pissed them off by talking about how expensive <laughs> their restocking thing is, that's Able Cine. That's oh, the Able place Cine. That sells okay, it. so the lights are great. Love no the, lights, with the lights, but. You know, I don't know. That's a little pricey. I haven't for measured us peeps. the color temperature because they're by color. The ones I have, uh, so I haven't like gotten a light meter to see if you know four thousand Kelvin is actually four thousand Kelvin. But I assume so because you know people love them. They are very bright. They're pretty. Mm-hmm. They're very bright, mm-hmm. um, which is great because that's usually the problem is you don't have bright enough. Yeah. So um, yeah, to all those people, the shout outs shout to all outs. of them, and to Perry who uh, has just landed from California. Yeah, Perry. So um, yeah. I don't know what's going on next week. I don't know what's happening. It's a crapshoot. We, we have so much people, stuff going some on. Some people in the back pocket. Yeah, you've been saying that for two weeks. Well, one of them is not till late August. Yeah. And then another one I have. I'm going to talk to them today and see about oh, we'll maybe see. next week. All right. So uh, you know, if you're still if you're still fans of ours, then you may just be stuck with us again next week. Who knows? Yeah. And we'll have How a more bad subst- can that be? substantive 
topic. Substantial? Sub- substantive, right? All right. Uh, okay. <laughs> see you later. Bye-bye. Bye.